there's all kinds of issues happening with the stream today good morning today is thursday february 11 2021 this is join the discourse my name is Jaden Duenas. this is the second time that i'm streaming this right now because the first time i was dropping a lot of frames i was having some issues and some connection issues with the stream for some reason and now on this time that i'm coming around again i ended up forgetting to turn my mic on so um all good things and I'm not even recording on here so this is gonna be a good day today i just feel it is mm, yeah love it anyway today's topic i'm talking about this myth that we're told about kindness and anger and how to treat people and, and we talk about taking this high road and all that so i'm gonna get into that in a sec but first check out my website jd-originals.com you can see it right here uh, link is in my bio you'll be able to see all my artwork all past episodes of this show all of that is right there but right now let's get into it so from a young age, I've always been told that it's considered easier to treat people poorly, right? It's easy to stoop down to someone else's level when they mistreat you. And that makes sense to me. Like, what is your gut reaction when someone bullied you as a kid? Or, you know, or someone cut you in line or someone is telling lies about you. Our first reaction is almost always to retaliate, get eye for an eye. If they punch you, you punch back. If they lie about you, you lie about them. Obviously, like we all know those things aren't good to engage in. And so we're told to avoid responding like that. We're told that that's the easy reaction. And instead, we're supposed to take this high road where I'm sure you've heard, like, be the bigger person, quote unquote. And so we're supposed to choose to be kind to them, not to retaliate. And that implies that it's harder to take that high road of kindness. And that's my issue with this myth. I think it may feel harder to choose kindness over anger and anger may feel easier because it's just so instinctual, so natural to us as humans to act in our own self-interest. But think about the energy it takes from you to be angry at someone. Consider the amount of desperation it takes to intentionally hurt someone. First, consider the amount of desperation it takes for the other person to hurt you, but then consider the amount of desperation it takes for you to hurt them back, right? It wasn't just I was hurt and then boom anger and it's over it, it was much more than that real quick think back to yourself as a kid when you were mad or upset about something do you remember the intensity of those emotions do you remember the pent-up feelings that you held on to for so long remember interacting with that person later and like thinking of ways to make them feel your pain like like if they pushed you in the park remember all the energy in the mental space that they took up in your head all the time you spent thinking about how much you hated them how you're going to get back at them and then at that point, we started getting creative with those thoughts, right? Like when they first pushed you, you wanted to push back at first, but instead you ended up trying to get back at them in everything. Like at recess the next day, you're trying to get back at them, beating them in class games or at the, I don't know, in gym class or something like that, or maybe trying to outsmart them or something like that, or trying to mess with their friendships. Maybe you lied. Maybe you even stole from them. Remembering all of that can we really say that it's easier to hate people? I don't think we can. I think if it took up all that energy out of you, they were living in your head rent-free, and they probably lived there for years, honestly. I know when I was a kid, if I was mad at someone, like another kid or even my parents, I would remember their anger for years before I forgot. And I didn't always express their anger for years, but it was always there in the back of my head. Every engagement that I had, I'm thinking, like, yeah, I remember that. Don't, don't, don't forget about that. Don't get it twisted. And so if we sit with that anger, letting it take up our energy for years, then it's clearly not easy at all. But what happens when we take that high road? If we choose to be kind and loving, we end up being free. We're happy. 
Our energy isn't being drained by all the people we love to hate. We don't let them take up space in our minds at all. In fact, the opposite happens. So now our mental space is taken up by all the friends we have, how much we care for them, even if they don't agree with that love and relationship. Right. And, and there will be those people who don't understand your kindness and they will not agree to that relationship that you want to have with them, that loving, kind, caring relationship that you want to engage people with. And they're going to take that kindness for weakness. And so just know, I'm not talking about being weak here. I'm not saying to be weak or to be submissive. If it comes down to it, fight for yourself. Fight for what you believe in. Protect yourself and protect your loved ones at all costs. But at the end of the day, recognize where you messed up. And if you didn't, if you honestly didn't, then recognize where you need to forgive. Right? Like address your own mentality first and alleviate yourself from the strain of hatred. If someone picks a fight and it's life or death, or maybe at least just health versus pain, finish that fight. Like, like protect yourself, at least protect yourself at the very least. But here's the key then. Then we need to pick them back up and start moving back on together. Right. And this is obviously not something I understood as a kid. I don't expect any child to understand this. These are just like the, the playground kitty examples. They're just that examples. And so this is something that we need to exercise now as adults because adult anger is even like so much harder like now now you've got all the stuff that you've been through you have baggage right that you carry with you you have all that to think about and that has a huge mental and emotional toll now you have a social toll as well you have all these connections and people around you who see your reactions and they're judging you on those reactions and even more than that you have a legal toll you have legal repercussions for mistreating people like defamation lawsuits and and assault charges and all of that Remember those things, how hard it is to hold anger for someone because of the mental and the emotional toll, the social toll, the legal toll that it can take on you. And then remember how all that difficulty, all that toll that it can have on you can be cured. That's right. The cure for anger is love and kindness and forgiveness. And if you work on that and you stick to that, I promise you will feel freer than you ever have. And that means not obsessing over your ex's Snapchat story. That means learning to forgive even when someone has hurt you in the worst, most unimaginable ways possible. That means not falling for the media trap of right versus left political division, right? And I'm not saying those politics don't have real life consequences, but if you let those news outlets, Fox News, CNN included, MSNBC included, all of these, um, One America News Network included, if you let them dictate what you feel, you will never know peace, ever, and I promise you that. And if it's something that is truly right versus wrong, I find myself feeling this way a lot. Some things are they're made to seem political and divisive, but they're really just human rights, and it's really just human compassion. If it comes to that, don't let your anger consume you. Think about all of the socialization and the sociological factors that go into someone hating a group of people so much as to deny them basic human rights. Know that it's not, it's truly not just their fault. I'm not saying that it's excusable. I'm not saying that it isn't their fault at all that they believe what they believe, but recognize the complexity of that situation and let that complexity of the world give you peace. Think about how much energy those people waste out of pure hatred. Like your energy can go to much better things than worrying about their wasted energy and their hatred and let that alone give you peace. And then think about what you can do to help that situation. 
right? Like spend your energy wisely to create those changes and work against hateful people and let that give you peace. Let the change you've made in the world give you peace. Like I don't even have to go on. You know for yourself what happens if you don't give yourself peace. You know what happens if you choose hate over love because a lot of you are living that way right now. You, yeah, and, and me too. Sometimes I live like that too. I'm, I'm not perfect. I'm still working on it. But the point of this episode was to encourage you to work on that too. And so before I head out, do you remember any times when you chose hate over love or love over hate? How do you feel about those situations, about those times? Do you agree or disagree that it's easier, especially in the long run, to choose love and kindness and forgiveness and ultimately to choose peace for yourself? This is Join the Discourse. If you got anything to add, any questions at all, please join the conversation. Don't even hesitate. Leave a comment under here. Send me a DM. Uh, you can tweet at me, Jaden Duena underscore. Uh, you can always email me as well if you have any additional thoughts, Jaden at jd-originals.com. And I'd love to bring that into the next conversation. Remember, you can always listen back on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. You can always play back on Twitter as well. And the last thing is just check out my YouTube channel. Uh, you'll be able to see past live streams, past art videos, and also just different live stream events like when I premiere a new artwork. Other than that, I'm going to see you next time. There will be no Saturday discussion again this week because I'm celebrating Valentine's weekend with my beautiful girlfriend, Destiny. Uh, so tune back in on next Tuesday for a new conversation. I hope you'll join the discourse then. And thank you for watching.